Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Wisehall2842 and says, Am I the arsehole for kicking out my pregnant stepdaughter over my cat? I just want to give you a couple of warnings before we do get into the first story. It does contain animal abuse and sexism as well. So, as always, if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. I'm at the vet waiting room with my cat, so I'm going to rush this and edit the grammar later. So I, 35 female, have been with my 45 male fiancé for three years. Now, he has two kids and a daughter, 22, who's a lovely girl, and another daughter, 19, who I'll call Kim for the sake of the post. Kim has always had a bad attitude to everybody, especially me. Now, before anyone assumes my fiancé was already divorced, he already divorced his ex two years before we even met. His ex is a nice person who I get along with very well. There's no hate from her end either. Kim is three months pregnant and living with us because we have more room for her and the baby. The baby daddy stays sometimes, but he has two jobs along with studies, so it's mainly been me who's taking care of her. So the main issue today, her boyfriend came over, so my fiancé suggested we let them have the house to themselves and go for a walk. About two hours later, I came home and noticed my cat missing, who Kim hated and wanted me to get rid of. I asked her where he was, and Kim said he ran out the door, which I knew was bullshit. Whiskey is an elderly cat who wouldn't even go on the porch if I didn't bring him. So I checked the ring camera, and as expected, Kim threw Whiskey out and ran him off. My fiance tried saying Kim is pregnant, her hormones are all over the place, and pregnancy brain messes with women, that he was going to bring up getting rid of Whiskey for the baby's sake anyway. I was in tears till I looked over at Kim with a smug, satisfied look on her face and i fucking lost it i got up in her face and screamed that she had one hour to go and find my cat or all of her shit will be in the dumpster and i was done being her slave she said she wasn't looking for my stupid cat and back off as she was pregnant my fiance told me to calm down and would look for the cat i told him no i will look for the cat and when i get back his daughter better be gone and if he has issues, he could go too because I was sick of dealing with his little bitch of a daughter who everyone, including their own parents and boyfriend, avoids. I didn't wait for them to respond. I did hear her crying though. As you know, I found my cat. He was hiding in some bushes. It took 20 long minutes to find him. When I arrived home, they were both in the living room. My fiancé said he wanted to talk, but first he said I owed Kim an apology. I told him to fuck himself and she better start packing. She's at her boyfriend's family's home, as far as I know, and my fiancé is not talking to me. I never understand people like this. You're in a situation where you've got people around you who looks, in the beginning of this, willing to support you and your baby. 
and you go to the length of trying to just throw out someone's pet, you must know that's going to destroy any relationship you have with the owner of that pet. And I just think, what the fuck goes through your head to do something like that? Willing to throw out a cat who isn't a cat that goes out roaming, is just one that stays at home, elderly as well, put it in huge danger. And I can't blame OP for wanting to kick this person out. Absolutely, if I was in OP's situation, I'd be doing the same damn thing. But between says, not the arsehole, as a cat owner, I salute you. I mean, yeah, you might lose the relationship over this, but from the sounds of it, if this doesn't do it, something else likely will. Walk to the brook says, not the arsehole, stepdaughter attacked your defenseless cat and got what she deserved. Curious if you own the house, and Opie says, it's mine. Bubbly Chicken says, not the arsehole, pregnancy hormones do not cause you to be cruel to an elderly pet. That's just vicious entitlement and garden variety meanness. You don't owe her an apology. She should be begging for your forgiveness, and so should your ex-fiancé. Rohini Ramble says, first, thank goodness you found him. Also, your ex-fiancé wanted to tell you to dump your senior cat for his daughter. Sounds like he is itching to get his own house and take care of her for the next seven months. Not the arsehole. Opie responds says, oh, more than seven months. He suggested we take care of the baby for the first few years while she finished college. My stepdaughter said terrible things about me. I explained in the first post that got locked because I went over the character limit. But this was basically meant to be a near permanent thing. Dazed says, not the arsehole. Why does Kim need looking after? She's pregnant, not ill. Of course she can go out and look for a cat. As you own the house perfectly reasonable to get rid of her after a despicable behavior to an animal. Your fiancé needs to take a long hard look at himself, defending her shit behavior as hormones. And also, he thinks getting rid of the cat because of the baby is okay. Just no. Wise Hall says, I'd get rid of him before I'd get rid of my cat and he knows it, lol. That's why I assume Kim thought it was a good idea to chase whiskey away. And one more comment from Lex who says not the arsehole, throwing an elderly cat outside could have been a death sentence for your cat. But the way your fiancé reacted, I couldn't continue that relationship. Pets give you so much. To abandon them in their twilight years is a very cruel thing to do. The stress your baby went through breaks my heart. The fact your fiancé didn't have empathy for your cat is a problem. I don't see how you can get over since he wanted to keep the person who wanted to see your cat dead. Throw the whole family out. So OP does update the post and says, update I didn't think I'd give at least this soon. So my now ex-fiance's oldest daughter reached out to me and to ask my side. I call her Kate. She's an animal lover like myself. The father asked her to stay with her for a few nights because he said I was having a breakdown over my cat. He basically made out the cat escaped and I went after Poor Kim, but not trying to catch the cat in her condition. Kate is a very smart girl. She can see the bullshit from a mile away and obviously she knows her own sister, so she called Kim to ask her side. Kim was more honest. Basically, her and her dad planned it as some of you suggested. The plan was for her baby daddy to take the cat and dump it on a road, but he wouldn't do it because, in Kim's word, he was a pussy. So they got in a fight about it and Kim, thankfully being lazy, just kicked Whiskey out and ran him out the yard. Kate told me the way Kim's talking about me and Whiskey. Even if she doesn't move back, she'd do something for revenge to Whiskey. So I've decided to listen to Kate, my friends, the vet, his assistant and everyone here. And I called off the wedding, which is in a few weeks, and broke up with my ex-fiance by text. I don't give a fuck if it's immature or cruel. 
I've told him I'll box up his stuff for him and leave it for him to collect in a few days. Don't worry about whiskey. I told my ex call me when he's coming over so he'll be locked in a room safe. I'm calling a 24-hour locksmith next. The begging and bullshit promises have already started but my mind's made up. I'm done being his ATM slave for him and his spoiled bitch of a daughter. Kim. Whiskey is fine by the way. Just a little shaken but he's curled up in my lap refusing to move. And there was a lot of people saying, you know, before that update saying to break up and it certainly went that way. And I couldn't see it going any other way really. How do you build trust back up from something like that? I certainly myself would never be able to trust that person again. And from the update, it sounded like it was the plan all along, which is just fucking awful, man. But now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Story. And our next story does come with an update as well from Equivalent Tree to A and says, Am I the asshole for telling my depressed brother he only has himself to blame for our parents not wanting to talk to him? My male 34 younger brother, Matt, male 31, was engaged to this woman, Emma, female 30, for the past year. Everyone in our family, my sister, parents, and myself thought they were a perfect match. Emma was very polite, well-educated, had a great family whom we had met a few times, and was head over heels for Matt. Fast forward to three months ago, and Emma finds out Matt cheated on her with this other woman, Cindy, female 25. Needless to say, the marriage has been called off, and everyone has been beyond angry with Matt. Our parents haven't spoken to Matt since the fallout of what's happened, and even I only spoken to him twice. Each call lasting less than five minutes since then. Our sister has also not spoken with him either. This morning, I received a call from Matt saying that he wanted to reconcile with the family. He mentioned how upset and depressed he's been since making the worst mistake of his life and how much he regrets his actions. I was listening up until this point, but got annoyed when he started mentioning how also Cindy wants to meet our parents and the rest of us. He told me that he left our parents a voicemail a few days ago, but they haven't responded and that he feels isolated from our family. I point blank told him that he only had himself to blame for this and that he clearly didn't think what he did was a mistake since he was still with Cindy. He said 
He just wanted us to give them a chance. But I told him that I had to go to work and left the call while he was finishing a sentence. As I was very frustrated with him. Am I the arsehole? Small update for more context. For everyone suggesting that Matt found his true love in Cindy. That's questionable from my perspective. He still claims his current relationship with her is a mistake. And I'm fairly certain he has said as much to her in the past. There's a lot that stands out, but it was the call on this one where it said how upset and depressed he's been since making the worst mistake of his life, but then later goes on to say he's still with Cindy and he wants the family to meet her, etc. I was like, uh, hold up a sec. But Icy Stick says, I guess you can't help how you feel. What your brother did was vile and selfish. Though I'm kind of shocked none of his four immediate family love him enough to try and salvage the 31-year relationship with him. None of them enjoy his company and care about his well-being enough to keep contact. The whole family's reaction is very off-putting. The only way I can rationalize it is that you guys didn't have a particularly strong bond with him before and liked Emma and who he was when he was with Emma way more. I would get this reaction if this all happened a couple of weeks ago, but it's odd to write him off forever. Golden Goose says, so I'm probably going to be downvoted here, but you're the arsehole and so are your parents. Matt made his bed when it comes to Emma and the relationship ending is a result of that. And yeah, you're valid to be angry with him over that. But it's been three months and you're still cutting him off. Your own relative. You're choosing his ex's side over your own brother. Yes, he 100% sucks for what he did. And yes, you're 100% valid for being angry with him. But what he did is ultimately between him and Emma. And if he is actually depressed because of this, what happens when he ends his life and you and your parents didn't help him when he reached out to you? Reddit is going to downvote me all to hell for this because they view cheaters as very black and white. So I'm going to reiterate. Cheating is never okay. It's never something that should be excused within the relationship. But you and your parents within his relationship with Emma. And the fact that you are all cutting him off like this tells me you have a huge issue with boundaries. And you and your family were too involved in his previous relationship. I've never cheated, nor will I ever cheat. I've been cheated on and it sucks. But I never once expected my ex's family to choose my side over their own child and brother. Never. That's so weird to me. You do you. But he didn't cheat on you or your parents and you acting like he did is so weird. Disastrous Crest says you're focusing on how much of a perfect match they were but clearly not because he cheated. Everyone sucks here I think but only mildly. He's an arsehole for cheating rather than just breaking up with her. But I wonder if you'll miss the signs of his not being happy with his ex because your entire family's eyes they were a perfect couple and just ignored the red flags in their relationship and he cheated to put the relationship in the ground. You guys are assholes for not speaking with him in a calm manner to find out why, over six months later. Even if you don't want to meet Cindy ever, he's your brother, and unless he's done a whole series of other shitty things in his life, and the cheating was the straw that broke the camel's back, in my opinion, going no contact because you really liked his ex is insane to me. Wired Hedgehog says not the arsehole if I found out my sibling wasn't who I thought they were, that they were capable of cruelty to others, of lying and cheating, I wouldn't want anything to do with them either. Family isn't a right, it's an agreement of mutual respect. If you can't respect your brother with the choices he's made, it isn't wrong to not want to have him in your life. His consequences, your choice. Special response says not the arsehole. I understand that your brother is depressed and sad. It must be hard on him to have lost his fiance and his family all at once, even though it was due to his behavior. It's still difficult. It's also possibly why he's with Cindy. She's the only one who was left. None of that matters though. He doesn't get to decide when he is forgiven. You and your family get to. What you said was harsh but true. 
and who you want to reconcile, he has to wait. And the comments are literally all over the place on this one. They've got all sorts of verdicts going on, but one more from Lumpy Mortgage who says, maybe this is unpopular, but everyone sucks here. Obviously your bro is an asshole for cheating, no question about that. Fiance or ex-fiance has every right to cut him out of our life forever and hate his guts. I do find it odd though that he's getting totally iced from your whole family. He fucked up and it's totally reasonable for the family to be disappointed in his actions. But to totally cut him off seems insane to me. Not like he cheated on them. I have siblings and if they ever cheated on their spouses I'd be so disappointed in them. I would have no problem telling them how dumb they were. But at the end of the day that is my family and I wouldn't cut them out of my life. People aren't perfect. They make mistakes. Sometimes big and hurtful ones. For you and your parents, take on this seems extreme and a little too involved. Opie adds an additional update and says, After reading some of the comments and doing some self-reflection, I've decided to reach out to my brother. It's true. He's done something terrible. And there is simply no other way of seeing it. However, despite the disappointment, I still do feel that I have a responsibility towards him at this low point in his life especially considering that my parents and sister probably won't be reaching out to him. I called him. The call lasted about 20 minutes and offered to meet him in person, which did seem to cheer him up quite a bit. I however made it abundantly clear to him that I have no interest in meeting Cindy. At this point, he said something that confirmed my suspicions on what he thinks of Cindy, but was still pretty surprising to hear him say. He told me that he's open to the idea of dumping Cindy if it helps build back his relationship with our parents and sister. When I asked him if he was sure about that, he said she was small time and that she knew the risks of getting into a relationship with him so her feelings would be on her. This whole situation sucks. I don't even know what to feel or think about it anymore. OP gives a comment about Emma and how Emma is doing and OP says, I can only hope she's doing better now. We have unfortunately kind of lost contact with her since then. It was very hard for her given how much she loved Matt. Someone said something like, what's the point of meeting Cindy when he may just as soon cheat on her. And what does it say about her character? Opie says, My mum actually mentioned this in the past. She doesn't want to get to know a new girl and for us to develop a relationship with her, only for it to end the same way. Someone said, Did your family have a poor relationship with your brother before he cheated? Opie said, We all had a good relationship with him prior to finding out. We honestly couldn't even believe that he would do something like this at first, but we were proven wrong. Someone says, Ask him how Cindy feels about being called the worst mistake of his life. Opie says, sadly, I'm fairly certain he has said this to her around the time they got together. During one of his early calls post the cheating, he mentioned how he had an argument with Cindy about Emma. He hinted to me that he may have said something like this to her. But Opie adds one more update a couple of days later and says, so I ended up meeting up with my brother to discuss what's been going on. We live in the same city, so arranging a time and place wasn't too difficult. After some small talk and a bit of catching up, we got straight into talking about what's been on his mind. He reiterated how he made a major mistake and wants our parents and sisters acceptance. He also said that it's way too late for him to try reaching out to Emma and even if he did, she would never accept. While he admitted responsibility, he also blamed Cindy and pointed out that meeting our parents was mainly her idea. He mentioned how he didn't consider their relationship too serious, despite what Cindy thought, and was annoyed that she kept pushing him to make things more official. He said that he had turned down requests from her for him to meet her family and friends and that, so far, she's only met a handful of his friends. After saying all this, he told me that none of it mattered anyway since he broke up with her since I last spoke with him. He said he wants a fresh start and thinks Cindy will stifle that. 
He mentioned how she was crying and didn't want their relationship to end, but he remained firm. What made me feel bad for her was when he mentioned how she has her thesis defense in a few weeks, but Matt said that it didn't matter to him as once again reiterated, she knew the risks. He mentioned how Cindy has been texting him, asking him why he's been so mean to her and, and why he ended things abruptly. He texts her back some pretty awful things and I don't want to repeat them. That did get her to stop trying to contact him. The conversation ended with Matt requesting that I help him build his relationship with our parents and sister again. I didn't make any promises and only told him that I would do what I can. Maybe our parents might be convinced to meet with him down the line. But I'm not too sure about our sister. She told me that her entire image with him was shattered and that will take a lot of time for her to accept that. And there was two more comments on this one which Opie responds to. One says your brother is an asshole and needs therapy. Opie says I don't think he needs therapy per se. Not that it'd ever go. I think he was just being needlessly mean to Cindy. The messages he sent her were just awful. Another commenter says, he seems like he has a lot of issues that he will continue to keep bringing into other relationships. Opie says, I hope not. He kept reiterating that he needs a fresh start and he'll do better next time. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. Like I said in that original post, the comments were all over the place. It was, you're the assholes, everyone sucks here, not the assholes. It was just wild. But now I'm going to turn it to you. What do you guys make of this situation what do you make of the update let me know your thoughts down in the comments below now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love your support your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much for being involved hopefully we'll see you in the next one take care and much love catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 